0: Chapter 30 When Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, she envied her sister. She said to Jacob, Give me children, or I shall die. Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel, and he said, Am I in the place of God, who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? Then she said, Here is my servant Bilhah. Go into her, so that she may give birth on my behalf, that even I may have children through her. So she gave him her servant Bilhah as a wife, and Jacob went into her. And Bilhah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Then Rachel said, God has judged me and has also heard my voice and given me a son. Therefore she called his name Dan. Rachel's servant Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then she said, With mighty wrestlings I have wrestled with my sister and have prevailed. So she called his name Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had ceased bearing children, she took her servant Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Then Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a son. And Leah said, Good fortune has come. So she called his name Gad. Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a second son. And Leah said, Happy am I, for my women have called me happy. So she called his name Asher. In the days of wheat harvest, Reuben went and found mandrakes in the field and brought them to his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, Is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? Rachel said, Then he may lie with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes. When Jacob came from the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, You must come in to me, for I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he lay with her that night. And God listened to Leah, and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Leah said, God has given me my wages because I gave my servant to my husband. So she called his name Issachar. And Leah conceived again and bore Jacob a sixth son. Then Leah said, God has endowed me with a good endowment. Now my husband will honor me because I have borne him six sons. So she called his name Zebulun. Afterward, she bore a daughter and called her name Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel and God listened to her and opened her womb. He conceived and bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Joseph saying, may the Lord add to me another son. As soon as Rachel had born Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, send me away that I may go to my own home and country. Give me my wives, my children, for whom I have served you, that I may go for you know the service that I have given you. But Laban said to him, if I have found favor in your sight, I've learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. Name your wages and I will give it. Jacob said to him, You yourself know how I have served you and how your livestock has fared with me. For you had little before I came and it has increased abundantly and the Lord has blessed you wherever I turned. Now when shall I provide for my own household also? He said, What shall I give you? Jacob said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this for me, I will again pasture your flock and keep it. Let me pass through all your flock today removing from it every speckled and spotted sheep and every black lamb, and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and they shall be my wages. So my honesty will answer for me later, when you come to look into my wages with you. Everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and black among the lambs, if found with me, shall be counted stolen. Laban said, Good, let it be as you have said. But that day Laban removed the male goats that were striped and spotted, and all the female goats that were speckled and spotted, every one that had white on it, and every lamb that was black, and put them in the charge of his sons. And he set a distance of three days' journey between himself and Jacob, and Jacob pastured the rest of Laban's flock. Then Jacob took the fresh sticks of poplar, and almond, and plane trees, and peeled white streaks in them, exposing the white of the sticks. He set the sticks that he had peeled in front of the flocks in the troughs, that is, the watering places, where the flocks came to drink. And since they bred when they came to drink, The flocks bred in front of the sticks, and so the flocks brought forth striped, speckled, and spotted. And Jacob separated the lambs and set the faces of the flocks toward the stripe and all the black in the flock of Laban. He put his own droves apart and did not put them with Laban's flock. Whenever the stronger of the flock were breeding, Jacob would lay the sticks in the troughs before the eyes of the flock, that they might breed among the sticks. But for the feebler of the flock, he would not lay them there. So the feebler would be Laban's and the stronger Jacob's. Thus the man increased greatly and had large flocks, female servants and male servants, and camels and donkeys. Chapter 31 Now Jacob heard that the sons of Laban were saying, Jacob has taken all that was our father's, and from what was our father's he has gained all this wealth. And Jacob saw that Laban did not regard him with favor as before. Then the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your fathers and to your kindred, and I will be with you. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah into the field where his flock was and said to them, I see that your father does not regard me with favor as he did before, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I have served your father with all my strength, yet your father has cheated me and changed my wages ten times. But God did not permit him to harm me. If he said, The spotted shall be your wages, then all of the flock bore spotted. And if he said, The striped shall be your wages, then all the flock bore striped. Thus God has taken away the livestock of your father and given them to me. In the breeding season of the flock, I lifted up my eyes and saw in a dream that the goats that made it with the flock were striped, spotted, and mottled. Then the angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob, and I said, Here I am. And he said, Lift up your eyes and see all the goats that mate with the flock are striped, spotted, and mottled, for I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar and made a vow to me. Now arise, go out from this land, and return to the land of your kindred. Then Rachel and Leah answered and said to him, Is there any portion of inheritance left to us in our father's house? Are we not regarded by him as foreigners? For he has sold us, and he has indeed devoured our money. All the wealth that God has taken away from our father belongs to us and to our children. Now then, whatever God has said to you, do. So Jacob arose and set his sons and wives on camels. He drove away all his livestock, all his property that he had gained, the livestock in his possession that he had acquired and paid in Aram, to go to the land of Canaan to his father Isaac. Laban had gone to shear his sheep, and Rachel stole her father's household gods. And Jacob tricked Laban, the Aramean, by not telling him that he intended to flee. He fled with all that he had and arose and crossed the Euphrates and set his face toward the hill country of Gilead. When it was told Laban on the third day that Jacob had fled, he took his kinsmen with him and pursued him for seven days and followed close after him into the hill country of Gilead. But God came to Laban the Aramean in a dream by night and said to him, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. And Laban overtook Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the hill country, and Laban with his kinsmen pitched tents in the hill country of Gilead. And Laban said to Jacob, What have you done, that you have tricked me and driven away my daughters like captives of the sword? Why did you flee secretly and trick me, and did not tell me so that I might have sent you away with mirth and songs, with tambourine and lyre? Why did you not permit me to kiss my sons and my daughters farewell? Now you have done foolishly. It is in my power to do you harm. But the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Be careful not to say anything to Jacob, either good or bad. And now you have gone away because you longed greatly for your father's house. But why did you steal my gods? Jacob answered and said to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I thought that you would take your daughters from me by force. Anyone with whom you find your gods shall not live. In the presence of our kinsmen, point out what I have that is yours and take it. Now Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. So Laban went into Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent and into the tent of the two female servants but he did not find them. And he went out of Leah's tent and entered Rachel's. Now Rachel had taken the household gods and put them in the camel's saddle and sat on them. Laban fell all about the tent, but did not find them. And she said to her father, Let not my lord be angry that I cannot rise before you, for the way of women is upon me. So he searched, but did not find the household gods. Then Jacob became angry and berated Laban. Jacob said to Laban, What is my offense? What is my sin that you have hotly pursued me? For you have felt through all my goods. What have you found of all your household goods? Set it here before my kinsmen and your kinsmen that they may decide between us two. These twenty years I have been with you. Your ewes and your female goats have not miscarried, and I have not eaten the rams of your flocks. What was torn by wild beasts I did not bring to you. I bore the loss of it myself. From my hand you required it, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. There I was, by day the heat consumed me, and the cold by night, and my sleep fled from my eyes. These twenty years I have been in your house. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for your flock, and you have changed my wages ten times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham and the fear of Isaac, had not been on my side, surely now you would have sent me away empty-handed. God saw my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuked you last night. Then Laban answered and said to Jacob, The daughters are my daughters, the children are my children, the flocks are my flocks, and all that you see is mine. But what can I do this day for these my daughters or for their children whom they have borne? Come now, let us make a covenant, you and I, and let it be a witness between you and me. So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a pillar. And Jacob said to his kinsmen, Gather stones. And they took stones and made a heap, and they ate there by the heap. Laban called it Jigar but Jacob called it Galeed. Laban said, This heap is a witness between you and me today, therefore he named it Galid. And Mizpah, for he said, The Lord watch between you and me when we are out of one another's sight. If you oppress my daughters, or if you take wives besides my daughters, although no one is with us, see, God is witness between you and me. Then Laban said to Jacob, See this heap and the pillar which I have set between you and me. This heap is a witness, and the pillar is a witness, that I will not pass over this heap to you, and you will not pass over this heap and this pillar to me to do harm. The God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the God of their father, judge between us. So Jacob swore by the fear of his father Isaac, and Jacob offered a sacrifice in the hill country and called his kinsmen to eat bread. They ate bread and spent the night in the hill country. Early in the morning, Laban arose and kissed his grandchildren and his daughters and blessed them. Then Laban departed and returned home. Hey friends, welcome to The Peculiar Podcast, the podcast where we're currently reading through the entire Bible every day to finish it within a year. My name is James Chase and we're in double digits, friends. This is day number 10. Look at you, we're on a roll and we're going to keep doing this thing. 355 days left. I'm so proud of you. Let's keep going. Today, we have read through chapters 30 and 31 in the book of Genesis. And now I'm gonna talk about some things that stuck out to me. So yesterday we talked about the importance of having children and how important that is, that was to women in the Bible. And today it's kind of continued because we see Rachel say to Jacob, give me children or I'm going to die. You know, because it's just like, wow, like she wanted to have children so bad that it's akin to death if she doesn't. And I want to speak well on this and I want to speak wisely on this because but I I honestly don't know how, because I guess that's something that's hard for me to relate to. So that's what my thoughts are with that. But I will say that Jacob's response to Rachel is something to be noted. Because he says, "Am I in the place of God who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb?" And you know, it's it's God that gives gives life, and it's all in His hands. Um, and so I think that's important to keep in mind. We've all been given the breath of life. We're all sacred in the eyes of God, and so we should view each other as such, because we're not here by accident. So Jacob has children through Bilhah, who uh, Rachel gives to Jacob as a way to bear children, and she has a child, and his name is Dan. And interesting point: Dan's name, the name, the name Dan means judgment. The importance of names in the Bible, which is something else we've talked about in the past. So moving on through this chapter, we see how maybe having multiple wives is probably not the best thing especially if they're sisters um we have this competition going on to see who can have the most children and it's just it's just not great there's a lot of tension there's a lot of awkwardness and i i'm uncomfortable once again reading this chapter i mean there's a part where leah purchases a night with her husband over some mandrakes and and i think it's funny because i just see jacob coming in and leah's just at the door like we're gonna lay in bed tonight i bought you with some mandrakes so we're gonna do this and jacob's just like what like it's crazy because she could have laid with she could have been with him anyway if she wanted i mean he was her husband too so it's just, it doesn't make, it's weird. It's weird and confusing and a little bit amusing. So we move on and Jacob is at a place where he's ready to leave Laban. He knows that he has this promise from God. He's, he's been there for 14 years and he makes this deal with Laban because Laban doesn't want him to leave. He sees how well, uh, how good of a worker Jacob is and how much, He has prospered because of Jacob's work. And so he wants wants him to keep working for him. Um, But they make this deal that um, whatever spotted lambs and goats that there are in the flock, Jacob is going to get those and Laban is going to get the ones that aren't spotted or speckled. So through selective breeding and some shepherding wizardry, Jacob's flocks end up being stronger and better than Laban's flocks. Honestly, I don't understand the whole thing with the twigs and the black and white and the spots. It, it still baffles me. Um, if anyone knows anything about um, breeding certain sheep, I, I don't know. Like, I've never seen a spotted sheep. It's, it's always been a black one or a, a white sheep, a brown. I've never seen a sheep with spots or speckles. So um, maybe I should Google that later. And so in chapter 31, Laban's brothers, Laban's sons, I'm sorry, his sons see how much Jacob is prospering, and they are hating on this man. They say he's stealing from our father, and Jacob is seeing that Laban isn't too happy with him either, and the Lord tells him it's time to go. He talks to his wives, and he says something that is really important and something that we should take into account. In verse 4, Jacob says, I see that your father does not regard me with favor as he did before, but the God of my father has been with me. There's this verse in the Bible that says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Of whom shall I be afraid? And one of the benefits of following Jesus is his protection over you. It doesn't mean nothing bad is ever going to happen. But when troubles come your way and people will try to cheat you or lie to you or do you harm, you won't have anything to be afraid of because God is with you. Do not fear those who can kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. That's another verse for you just to help you. There's this other part in this chapter where Jacob is having a dream about the flocks, and God says to him in verse 13, I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed a pillar and made a vow to me. Now arise, go out from this land and return to the land of your kindred. So if we remember a few chapters ago in chapter 28, that was the first place where Jacob had this personal interaction with God. And he had had the dream, he laid on the rock and he had the dream about the ladder and angels ascending up and down the ladder and God was on top. And He gave him this promise about how he was going to have descendants that were going to be like the dust of the earth. And so I wanted to ask you, where was the place that you had that personal encounter with God? There's this quote by Charles Spurgeon. I'm going to read it to you, and I'd like you to just take a few moments to just go back to that place where you first encountered God. You remember, some of you, perhaps... The first time when pardoning love was revealed to you, when you were brought to see the love of God in the great anointing sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Well, tonight the Lord says to you, I am the same God as you have ever found me. I have not changed. I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed, even as your father Jacob was not consumed. For I was even to him the self-same God. I have this memory... Of, of me having a, a vision, I guess, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. But I was sitting on my bed and my mind went to this place where I saw Jesus carrying the cross. And I saw the whole scene play out on Calvary where he was being pierced in his hands and his feet. And he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And it was like, I was outside of it almost. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't stop it. And and I in that moment, I understood the love of God for me and, and how messed up I was and what he had done for me. And um, it's a memory that I pray I never forget. And for those of you who are following Jesus, I know that it can be difficult sometimes to stay on the narrow path uh, because you have things that are distracting you. Maybe you think that you've messed up so many times that God has forgotten about you or he's no longer going to show any grace to you. I know I've been there. But in reading this, I have to remember that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And his love is always available. It's always the same I just need to run back to Him anytime I mess up and I need to confess my sin and receive His grace and continue walking. Because the same grace that I needed on that first time that I encountered God, I still need that same grace today. And the same God that encountered me in that first moment is the same God today. So dear believer, Don't lose heart, don't give up, continue to hope in God. And for the person who doesn't know Jesus, he wants to know you. He wants you to experience the love that he has for you and to know him on a deeper level. And I really pray that you choose him today because this life with him, there's nothing like it. Friends, thank you for spending your time here today. It really means so much to me. This has been so much fun these past 10 days, and uh, I thank you for joining me. And we have 355 more to go, and it's only going to get better. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, anything you'd like to say at all, please send me a message or a comment on the video post at underscore peculiar productions on Instagram or peculiar productions on Facebook. Your comments, thoughts, questions are greatly appreciated. Thank you for joining me on the Peculiar Podcast, where we are currently reading through the Bible every day in order to complete it in a year. My name is James Chase. Know that I love you, but Jesus loved you first. I'll see you tomorrow.